0: Welcome to the Homeschool Show from North Carolinians for Home Education. Our goal is to help you homeschool with confidence and joy. I'm your host, Matthew McDill, and we have once again as our co-host, Isaac McDill. How's it going? (laughs) Good. Glad you're back. Glad to do it again? Ready to do it again? Yep. Okay, tell us what we have today.
1: Today in Homeschool News, we'll give you some important updates on the Homeschool Show and remind you of and remind you of the NCHE retreats coming up and tell an amazing story of kids who survived in the Amazon jungle. Mm -hmm. Homeschool Conversations, my dad had a conversation with Aaron and Cheryl Sultan at the Thrive Homeschool Conference. This was their 26th year, wow.
0: That's pretty long. Yeah.
1: Homeschool helps with Amanda. Today, Amanda includes her discussion of various homeschool approaches by taking a closer look at the monastory approach to homeschooling.
0: All right. Thanks. Sounds like a good show. We're going to start with homeschool news, and I just want to mention once again what I did last week, and that is if you are one of our radio listeners and you've been listening to us on News Talk WSIC, uh, we're not going to be on the air there anymore. We have had such a good time. I especially want to thank uh, Mark Sanger, who was uh, a homeschool dad and uh, owner of the station who brought us in. Um, It's been so great to be here. Um, We are going to continue the show anyway, and so the homeschool show at nche.com. Um, is going to be where you can find out where to see us on YouTube and podcasts and everywhere else. So uh, continue to follow what we're doing and and listen to the show. Subscribe there so you can make sure you don't miss anything. In July, once again, we're going to be having some highlights of season two, and you can watch for August 7th uh, will be the first episode of season three. So um, check that out. We also want to remind you about uh, the importance of closing your homeschool. Tell us about that, Isaac.
1: The NC homeschool law requires that you close your school when you are finished homeschooling, or move out of the state. This can be a hard thing to remember to do, but it is important to do. It's easy to do. Just log into your account on the NCDNPE website or give them a call at 984 236 Zero, 0110 one,
0: zero. That's right. So, it's really easy to do. Just make sure you do that. And one of the reasons that's important is because it helps keep the records of homeschools clean in North Carolina. And honestly, some of the legislators really get bit out of shape when we don't have the right numbers, and sometimes they want to bring up more legislation and oversight. Uh, So it really helps uh, keep everything happy and clean. So please make sure you uh, close your homeschool. Just uh, once again, I want to remind you that registration is open for the Dad's Retreat and the Mom's Retreat. Both are this fall at the Caraway Conference Center. And you can go to our website and find out about both of them uh, and register there. So go check that out. Okay, um, I want to mention a story that I saw. I know you saw it, too, on the news, Isaac, and that was four children survived in Colombia in the Amazon jungle for 40 days. You think you could do that? No. (laughs) Why not?
1: (laughs) It would be so hard trying to find food and shelter.
0: Yeah, and something would eat you, probably. Yeah. So, anyway, these kids, it's really sad. They were on a plane with their mom and a couple other adults. The plane crashed. And these kids survived the crash and went out into the jungle and knew how to survive. They were eating uh, cassava uh, flour and seeds. And apparently these, these people were from, from the area and knew how to eat and how to find things um, and how to survive. Here's what's amazing is the age of these kids, they were all siblings, brothers and sisters, 13, 9, 4, and 1. Do you imagine a one-year-old kid? You do some babysitting, right? A one-year-old kid out in the jungle. What if you had to babysit one out there?
1: That would be really hard.
0: (laughs) That's right. So, um, you know, there are a few things that make me really impressed with this. One is that they were tough and had the ability to have uh, figure out how to live and that they had courage. So as I'm talking to parents... And I'm thinking of raising my kids. There's three things I think about. One is courage and the ability to um, carry on even when things are scary. But here's another one, and that is that they took care of each other. You think you would, if Andrew was out there with you, you would just leave him there?
1: Or no. You
0: would take care of him, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I want my kids to love each other, be committed to each other, and take care of each other. Um, and, you know, I think of one of the things that Jesus said, which is, Uh, We love our neighbors as ourselves. I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but what that means is how would I want to be treated? Because that's the golden rule, treat others as you would want to be treated. How would I want to be treated? How would I want to be taken care of? And then that's how I'm going to treat my brothers and sisters, even when they're being irritating, right? Yeah. Do you have any irritating brothers and sisters? (laughs) Yeah. Do you? (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, we'll make sure uh, to, to deal with that. But anyway, you can still love them. And think of how would you want to be treated even when you're irritating, right? And so uh, also I just love the idea that they had some skills, you know. They were able to figure out how to survive. And so, of course, I don't think I need to teach you how to live in the Amazon jungle at this point. But there are some things that my kids are going to have to face in this world. There's going to be hard questions, uh, all sorts of practical skills that they need, and I want them to be equipped and ready to handle it and ready to survive. So I'm thinking about that as a parent. Anyway, I thought this was a pretty amazing story, pretty inspiring, but also as a parent encouraged me to um, think about how I'm raising my kids and prepare them for stuff like that. All right, Isaac, let's do um, homeschool conversations.
1: My dad had a conversation with Aaron and Cheryl. Shulton, mm-hmm. Sh- yeah, Shulton, at the Thrive Homeschool Conference. Let's hear about their experience in at the conference and why they it's so helpful.
2: Mm-hmm. I think this is our twenty-fifth or twenty-sixth conference. I've been coming since nineteen ninety-eight, and I had anticipated putting my child or children at that point into public school, had a friend that was homeschooling, an older child, and had a child the same age as my oldest, who was, I think, four or five at the time, and she told me about the conference, and I thought, well, I better check it out, because I had read a lot of books, and it, the books are great, but coming here really solidified my decision or our decision to homeschool
3: when I first started coming here in 1999, I think there was one or two, one of your selling points to me was there's one, there's a, there was one session, I think it was about targeted to dads. And um, uh, so I came and attended that. And then every year it just really expanded um, the focus. And in the first couple of years, I would say it was 90, 95% mothers here with, uh, in, sometimes with children. Um, but over the years, it's become a very family-oriented conference. The dads are very involved. There's plenty of sessions targeted to dads and husbands. Um, so that was a, that was great. Um, the the to me the the sessions the workshops are just invaluable. Um, it's kind of like coming here. You can look forward to getting a refresher on on for, that, that that gives you a, a catapult for the year. By coming here, you get to see and uh, mingle with many like-minded people, which I absolutely love. That is just another great selling point for um, NCHE. And having this 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 wonderful conference is the is our children have benefited greatly. We always always brought them. Um, that was never a question. Um, we love bringing our children here because we saw the value that they were getting. Um, the reinforcement and the like-mindedness, and just truly making lifelong friends here um, from other parts of the state that they that they just really benefited from. So that's been a, a a huge value to us has been doing that.
2: I think I would also add that even though there are great talks for parents, Nche has really stepped up its game in having talks relevant to teens talks really relevant to what's going on today, current events, things that they can relate to, and it's just great. A lot of apologetics, a lot of just things that are just very current to today.
3: Yeah, we also, um, to that point, we really always look forward to seeing who the speakers are going to be. We look back very fondly on um, the history of the speakers we've been able to see and listen to here, and, you know, thinking of people like Vody Bachum and Ken Ham and the list just goes on and on and on that came in here. The McDowell's and gave just incredible, uh, Brett, Brett Kunkel, just gave amazing talks here. Coming to NCHE has been very special for us because we've been able to get in here that kind of speaking talent. And this is one of the few places, if you live in the North Carolina area, this is one of the few places you can actually go to see these kinds of speakers. This has been wonderful.
2: With social media, you can pretty much look up anything you want, find out information about anything. But, I feel that coming to the conference every year is it just a must do because you have a sense of community here that is no way replicated on social media. I don't care how many friends you have, it's not the same thing. You come here, and you're among friends, you're among like-minded people, you, you really feel like you're part of something really big, and you are, but you don't really, you can't really grasp that until you're here at the conference. It, it's really, really a special experience. All the activities, they have activities for everybody. Um, they've had talent shows and games and dances for teens. and and just talks and gatherings for people that live different, you know, within the regions, uh, of NC of North Carolina. Um, it's just, it's just a community. I can't really describe it any better than that. It's just like coming home to family. And there are people that we see here once a year and it's like a family reunion. It's just really a blessing. We enjoy it so much. We'd never miss it. And as a matter of fact, our youngest will be graduating in four years and we're gonna keep coming because we like it that much. We're just gonna be volunteers.
3: Well said. Yeah, um, uh, it's. I would say to any any homeschooler in the state of North Carolina that has not been to this annual conference, um, I would just suggest to really give it a try because it's it's very tempting and easy to order curriculum online, and be in be in your own bubble at home and maybe uh through your neighborhood or a a small community where you live to be involved with some other homeschoolers but um i I would just say it's hard to put into words but you really haven't experienced the homeschooling experience in terms of a statewide community like you would get here in winston-salem at the nche conference these the talks that you can go and listen to that are focused on homeschooling, and honestly, more importantly, focused on Christ, is is absolutely central to any homeschooling family's welfare. And to be able to have that walk around the book fair, which gets stellar vendors here every year, Um, you get to see very unique things, and you get to be around this, this community. We just love the people that we look forward to seeing every year, we stay here on site at the hotel. And as soon as we get here, whether it's in breakfast in the hotel, or as soon as we walk into the keynote speech, or walking around the book fair, we have people shouting our name, coming over to us, hugging us. Just it's, It is such a great, as you were saying, a great sense of community that we'll always treasure that. Um, if, if you're a new homeschooling family, there may be more questions than answers. Um, You may be looking for, how do I do this? What do I do? Uh, All I know is is that when I come here and I open up the sessions and the speaking speaking opportunities that are here, um, there are all kinds of speaking um, sessions that focus on these kinds of answers. NCHE is a great place if you're a new homeschooler coming to the convention is a great place to come and get answers for all those things you're struggling with. Because guess what? If you're struggling with these kinds of things, this is like the watering hole. There's a lot of other people that are struggling with those things as well. And what a great place to come and get those reinforcements.
2: Yes, and it doesn't matter what stage your child or children are at. You can start at the very beginning, and I don't know where to start. You may be pulling your children out from a different school public school, private school and wanting to start homeschooling. NCHE has all the resources at every stage, whether it's elementary, middle school, high school. If you're worried about getting, will my child be able to get into college? Well, that's an absolute yes. We have several that have graduated college with getting in with no problem. Um, it can it can all be done. You can be fed here we have mentor tables here with um, usually ladies or gentlemen that are equipped to answer any question you can have. Um, and we can hold your hand through the beginning of the process until you feel like you're on your feet. But definitely, um, NCHE has been, the conference has been phenomenal at, at um, giving you confidence that you can do it, and you definitely can do it.
0: All right, I really enjoyed uh, speaking with Aaron and Cheryl, Uh, and as you can tell, they're not just regular attenders of the conference, but they are super big supporters of NCHE, and uh, we just love having them on on the team uh, as supporters. So uh, we're going to head on to Homeschool Helps with Amanda. She's been doing a a series for quite a number of weeks now talking about a lot of different um, approaches to home education. And so uh, this is the final one as we wrap up season two. And she's going to look at the Montessori approach to homeschooling.
4: Welcome to Homeschool Helps with Amanda. I'm Amanda Wares, Homeschool Helps Director with NCHE. So last but not least, today we are gonna talk about the Montessori approach to homeschooling. Now, Maria Montessori was a medical doctor and Italian educator in the late 19th and early 20th century who focused her attention on how young children learn. Her findings led to an educational philosophy that revolutionized early childhood education, and it continues to influence preschools, daycares, cares, church schools, and other forms of education to this day. So the Montessori approach really is child centered and it values each child as a unique individual. If you remember when we talked about Charlotte Mason, Charlotte Mason was really focusing on the whole child. So it's a little bit similar to that, but with a different perspective. Now, creativity and curiosity are encouraged. Independence is encouraged. Um, Self-regulation is a real key point in the Montessori philosophy of education. Excuse me. The Montessori method views a child's classroom as a preparatory environment for the biggest classroom of all, which is their life. Now, some of the characteristics of a Montessori education include a mixed-age classroom. That sound like homeschooling to you? Yes. Hands-on learning cooperation and collaboration, active learning, teachers who model the behaviors and values that they want children to emulate, teachers who see themselves as facilitators rather than instructors, respect for each child's individual learning style, the freedom of children to choose between learning activities, guidance on positive behavior and conflict resolution, and helping students see the connections between the traditional subjects, such as math, science, history, and language arts. So when I hear all of those things, I think, wow, that sounds a lot like homeschooling. Um, And in many cases, I think just very naturally, homeschooling kind of lends itself to that type of environment Um, and if you're interested in the Montessori approach to homeschooling there's a lot of information out there again I've told you several times to Google but really if you Google you will find some great articles and blog posts from people that are utilizing this approach in their homeschool every day and they have wonderful information and um, just practical application of how it looks in their house. Now, with the Montessori homeschool, again, the child is directing the learning. So you direct the environment, you control the environment, and it's sort of like setting a buffet out for them, but then they choose what activities, what work they are going to do at that time. Now, pros and cons. Some of the benefits of Montessori education include, children can study what interests them at their own pace. So they're gonna be excited about that probably. Um, They're not hurried, they're not forced. So should be a positive experience. Um, Again, The focus is on accommodating the child's learning style. That's a real positive. Children can have physical freedom to move around, um, which is great. Montessori values diversity. So sometimes parents from different cultural backgrounds really value this approach to education. Again, that multi-generational, multi-age classroom idea really can be a benefit, especially in families with multiple age children. Montessori students are encouraged to kind of teach themselves. Again, that independence is a real value of Montessori education. This also means there are no tests, exams, or quizzes. Now, those people that don't find the Montessori approach to education positive. They say there is too much freedom. There's not enough discipline. Um, The fact that there are no grades or textbooks or quizzes would be negative to some people. So you really have to judge for yourself what is gonna work best, what lines up with your values and your desire for what you want your homeschool to look like. What is your family's needs? What are your children's needs? And what do you want your school to look like every day? Now, there are some curricula out there that are Montessori-based. Montessori really is a philosophy of education, not, it doesn't really lend itself to a program, but there are some out there that incorporate Montessori principles and those are the Child of the Redwoods, the North American Montessori Center homeschool program, Montessori by Mom, Schiller Learning, and Guidepost Montessori. Now that concludes our series on the major approaches to homeschool. There are others that you will hear about Um, There are others, even if you search on the internet, you will find others that I haven't had time to go into, but these are the main and most popular ones. So hopefully, just with this little, short few minute dive into each of these approaches, maybe you heard something that really resonates with you and you thought, oh, that is what I want my homeschool to look like. Or on the other side, hmm, that definitely isn't what I want my homeschool to look like. Either way, it's gonna help you as you form your homeschool, as you choose your curriculum, as you order your day, all of those things. Really start with determining what your approach to your homeschool is going to be. I really hope this helps today.
1: Thanks for joining us this week. We love to hear from you. Send your questions and feedback to the homeschool show at nchg.com. Please help others find this show by subscribing, rating, and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. If you think this show would be helpful to your friends and family, please let them know about it to learn how to subscribe to our show. As a podcast and on YouTube, visit com slash The Homeschool Show.
0: All right, Isaac, thanks for joining us again. You're welcome. You did a great job. Maybe you'll come back one day. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, So. I want to take just one moment to mention a couple of things. One is that as we start up uh, season three, we would really love to bring back in the segment that we used to call the homeschool reality moment. And that's when you take your phone and you are in your house or you're on your field trip or you're doing your stuff and you tell us a story or you show us your project or you take us on your field trip. And these can be homeschool hacks, things that you've learned, important stories in your life and people just love to see what's going on in your life and in your home and maybe you're learning things that will be um, helpful to others if you go to the the website that isaac said nchu.com slash the homeschool show there's a place that you can upload your videos so this would be the perfect time this summer while you're uh, doing your your fun stuff to upload videos um, and let us see what you're doing this summer and then when we hit it in august we'll be able to to share some of those with you. So go check that out and and think about how you can contribute. Uh, Thanks again for joining us. Uh, Be with us in July for some of the highlights. And until uh, we see you again in August, continue to homeschool with confidence and joy.